0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Robert Davi Show.
1: Jim Watkins filling in for the Renaissance Man. Robert Davi, The Robert Davi Show. It's good to have you here. Thank you for inviting me into your life for a little while. Uh, it is a passing moment, and I intend on making the most of it. We have, a, I think, a pretty interesting show today. We're going to talk about a whole list of things that you're probably aware of and and it deserve a little more exploration. Uh, we'll talk about President Biden doing what I predicted he would do. And I wrote an article about it not that long ago on my website. It was an article that talks about how the president can use the protected class of the LGBTQ to ram through a bunch of uh, anti-constitutional uh, measures and executive orders that essentially allow the government to do a lot of things that it would normally be able to do were it for, not for the compassion of the Biden administration and I'll give you a good example so a few weeks ago you we remember that Biden or his administration and it must have come through the education department the department of education where they were going to say that to all public schools in the United States that if they didn't comply with this executive order of making sure that girls who identify as boys and boys who identify as girls could have access to gender-neutral bathrooms, then they would be restricted federal funding. And I remember that—wasn't uh, it Obama? I think he tried to pull that stuff, too, uh, for the basically the same reason, because in, la- in the last term, when Obama was president, do you remember that North Carolina had that bathroom issue— Where uh, people had sued because uh, gay men or men who identified as women, crossdressers and the like, were not allowed access to women's bathrooms uh, on on public parks and things like that. And so it became a big issue. And of course, Obama took the initiative to send a threatening letter to a lot of uh, all the schools, basically saying that if you don't follow our lead, we are going to restrict funding from you. So it's sort of extortion. It's blackmail. But it illustrates the point that I'm making that the president is going to use this, this special protected class as a wedge, first as a wedge, to divide people. And secondly, because what, what tends to happen is when there's chaos and all hell breaks loose and, and everything's you know in crisis mode, that's when usually the president or the legislative body will step in and say, we'll solve your problem. And they do it all the time. And so today we learned that President Biden is going to sign an executive order, which is its, it's akin to, I mean, he might as well sign an executive order that says he can serve three terms and let the, the Supreme Court battle it out. He could do that if he wanted to. And anyway, so he's going to sign an executive order that basically forces the federal government to enforce a policy Uh, uh, an LGBTQ policy that allows them, well, for example, they could dictate that on federal property, which would be anything that the government has control of, a national park, a post office, an airport, anywhere where they have their tendrils, they can enforce their their laws, as we saw they did with the uh, the mask mandates. Uh, Even though science had proven that the masks weren't effective at preventing the spread of COVID, it was still Biden's position that if you were on federal property, you had to wear a mask. And then he took it a step further and said, "Now you got to get a vaccine. If you want to work for the government, uh, if you want to be a trucker, if you want to do anything, you have to get vaccinated. If you if you do business with the government, you have to be vaccinated. And this is what this this president does. He he inflicts it's, it's like a whip and he cracks that whip. And, and he says, "You are going to do what I tell you to do, or else." And so now he's going to, through executive order, all the things that are going on right now in the country, in the world, all of the things that are happening right now. The fact that China might be in, getting ready to invade Taiwan, uh, or that the economy of Europe is on is on the brink of collapse, or that, uh, or that now we're dealing with monkeypox. Of all the issues that this president has chosen to make a top priority, he has decided that he's going to sign an executive order that forces anybody who does business with or is associated with the federal government will have to adhere to strict LGBTQPI++ policy. So if if a trans person wants to be uh, a psychiatrist, uh, for a children's psychiatrist, guess what? No questions asked. If they want to do drag queen day at school for kindergartners, guess what? You can't discriminate. There's a whole host of 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 things, uh, making sure that you use the right pronouns, and also being being able to use federal policy to eliminate those who are non-compliant. And that's what I talk about. It doesn't matter to me that the president has has chosen to become. Uh, involved with the LGBTQ community. That's just his excuse to be able to come up with, you know, policy that forces you to have to adapt or you be removed uh, by the force of law. And this is, it's not about protecting trans, although it is, it is curious why, why this is happening now with. Trans children and protecting the healthcare industry, making sure they have the proper funding, so that kids who want to be trans can be treated medicinally through hormone blockers or human human uh, puberty blockers. It's just we're living in a strange world right now, and it and I and I maybe I should apologize to you. I don't want you to be upset. I'd rather come on and talk about how great the economy is and. Maybe have a few laughs and talk about the new Tom Cruise movie. I'd love to do that. I'd love to share with you uh, all kinds of cool things about music and what's going on in technology. But that stuff doesn't matter. It doesn't matter right now, does it? I mean, what are we going to talk about today? The fact that Joe Biden is going to sign an executive order that makes abortion the law of the land? What does that say about our country? says that this country loves to have a lot of abortions. I think it's it's a travesty that one abortion happens, but it's not my business what other adults do. All I can say is I don't want a federal government mandating it. That's all I would say. We're also going to talk about uh, what's happening around the world because of the war in Ukraine. And now the UN and the EU are asking for climate reparations. So they're going to start asking us, as if we haven't paid enough already into the Paris Climate Accord, what is it, half a billion? Uh, What else is going on? Big cities, the crime and disorder. Great article written this morning on Zero Hedge we'll get to. Just how bad is the crime in inner cities? What's happening? Why is it happening? I have a great, great article today on my website, The Jim Watkins Show, which I will go to and read with you if you want to join me. It's the Jim Watkins show on, dot online. There is no com. It's just the Jim Watkins show dot online. And the article that I wrote just for you today, just for you, is entitled Five Things Biden Is Doing Now That Are Destroying the United States. And many of them we talk about on this show and you hear about in other shows. Uh, yesterday we were talking about Hunter Biden and his his abilities his jedi-like ability to control his dad's thoughts and get his dad to do pretty much anything he wants that's sad that's sad for joe biden if he's that's suckered by his son you know you know how you know kids are lying their lips move that's a direct quote from dr laura schlesinger and it's true. Every parent knows. You. Of course you love your kids, but you don't love them to death. You don't spoil them so that they grow up and start using your name to curry favors on the international market. Uh, it made me sick to hear Hunter Biden describe how much his his parents coddled him as a young boy, telling him that he was better than they were. Can you imagine that, telling your kid, you're better than I'll ever be? I would never do that. That would be like a form of... of child abuse you you'd have a child growing up with some pretty weird so hunter biden is walking around thinking that his uh poop has no odor that's a, a nicest way to say it he's walking around thinking he's been empowered and that by the way is the problem with a lot of young people today they've been empowered with this idea that they matter but no one else does and it's sick narcissism it's just like it's hard for me to fathom that, and I think that's part and parcel why we have gun shootings in schools now, right? You think about that for a moment. All the uh, what's changed? A great article today. What's changed? Kids, kids have been believe it or not, they used to have a rifle shooting class in schools in the '50s. What changed in the last 30 to 40 years that suddenly has made children violent? Well, two things. One, they've been raised to believe that they can do anything they've been raised with narcissism and self affirming and their egos have been pampered and they grow up with this false sense of importance and when they don't get what they want they become extremely violent because violence is glorified in our society duh it doesn't take a psychotherapist to think that out and if you've been a parent you know what i what i'm talking about you got to you got to be a little strict with your kids and not fill their heads with a bunch of junk And that's kind of where we're at right now in our country. The kids are running this country, or at least immature people. We'll continue in just a moment on The Robert Davi Show. Welcome back to The Robert Davi Show. It's my honor to be here. Jim Watkins filling in until Robert's return, which could be any day now. We've got the spotlight up in the sky. The bat phone is ringing. He just needs to pick it up. Say, I'm coming back. (laughs) Oh man, I tell you, this. uh, I told you my new way of dealing with Biden so that I don't get anxiety is just laugh it off. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. I'll read my article a little bit later or points of it, but it really is amazing how many accomplishments he's achieved in his. 18 months in office. I mean, when you think about all the destruction, it's kind of like Godzilla, you know? You just look at the path of destruction behind him and you think, geez, he's he's quite an accomplished fellow. Welcoming to the program our guest, uh, someone who's been on before. He's I like him a lot. Michael Letts, L-E-T-T-S. He is the founder of InvestUSA.org, and he does a lot to help uh, people who do a lot to help us. Uh, He provides vests uh, for people in law enforcement, training and so forth. And he's a Second Amendment advocate. And we're always glad to have him on. And boy, I tell you, uh, I don't know much about, you know more than I do, but we're hearing a lot of talk about how there's been new gun control legislation that's being passed. It seems like they didn't really get much that they wanted, the Democrats. But they, they wanted to be able to say they did something, without doing anything. Is that pretty much your assessment? Very much. want I no. add to that,
0: yeah. I mean, well, what I did they say, get? Yeah. They, yeah, I agree with what you initially said. You know, we like to laugh and uh, make points about our current president, that he is true. He doesn't know what he's doing, but he's sure got some good people around him because they have actually done more to destroy this country in a matter of a year and a half than anybody else could have possibly done. So it's just, a, it's just amazing to me.
1: And now he's about to sign an executive order uh, uh, on abortion, which is a, a total egregious overuse of power. I mean, how does one man decide, yeah, how does one man get to decide not only, uh, you know, a federal law that uh, basically, what what would you say? I I know we're not here to talk about abortion, but it seems like it's a lot of power that's being concentrated into one person's hand. And that person happens to be somebody who's either being uh, guided by his son, Hunter, or some really bad actors somewhere. I, I don't understand it but maybe you can explain it
0: to me. The issue is is that we have, as the American people, have been entirely too tolerant of what I will call domestic terrorists and extremists within the uh, Democratic Party who are using and abusing uh, what they think is the authority they have, which has never been granted in the Constitution. We do not live in a dictatorship. And we do not have a a tyrant who is running this country. That's not the way it's supposed to be set up, yet they're acting that way. And I think it's time that we call them out, and I think it's time that we make sure that we don't just stand back aghast. I think it's time that we actually take action. And that's what I believe the American people are going to do. We need some backbone Republicans. We need to challenge these issues, not just in the court system, but we need to challenge them in Congress that the 25th Amendment needs to be invoked. He is actually guilty of treason, and should be removed in impeached from office.
1: I agree with you. I agree with you. I, if you wanted to find somebody who was system—I mean, this is the Manchurian candidate—and no it makes you—it makes you wonder, you know, who put him there? Because that guy wasn't even supposed to win. He wasn't even—he was—he was like the least likely to win. Nobody was excited about Biden, and all of a sudden, he comes out of nowhere with. 81 million votes. Um,
0: well, I think it's time that we expose the entire operation. I mean, we know now from financial records that George Soros has put in 18 billion dollars to control the mass media, to defund the police, to make sure that prosecutors and judges were elected who would not uphold the law. That, in and of itself, is a treasonous act against the people of this country. You know, it's interesting. In World War II, when World War II started, and we know that somebody inside America was funding the Japanese to billions of dollars, we would have immediately dealt with that situation. It's time that we start taking the offense in this country and dealing with those who are determined to destroy our freedoms and liberties and tell them you don't want to be here, that's fine. We'll move you to another place, get out.
1: Yeah, you heard the story uh, yesterday. People are flocking to Mexico for a better quality of life. Did you ever think we that you would hear?
0: Yeah. Never thought I'd that. I lived in Mexico for 20 years. And uh, but my parents were, were missionaries. Grew up on a mission field down there. Mm. And you would never think that you would want to graduate and go from a republic of freedom to a socialist, communist party that is controlled by um, the drug cartels, by right? and is a lawless yeah. country.
1: Yeah, and I think the citizens get treated better by the cartels, you know, it seems. I mean, at least they provide jobs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a sad statement, Jim. That is very true. That's very true. That is a sad statement. It is. all the other things that are so um, similar, because remember, I said I lived there. In Mexico, the government utilizes its resources. To silence its opponents and to control its people—that's the opposite of freedom. But yet in this country, we now have administrations. Started back in the um, Clinton administration, who are politicizing our law enforcement, federal law enforcement agencies, and using them for one purpose. And that purpose being to advance their far-leftist agendas and to silence those who would be opposition to them. Again, right. just like you thought you'd never see anybody run to Mexico to live, leave, leave America and go to Mexico. Never thought we'd reach that point in this country. But we have reached that point. And the time now is to act. We cannot continue the way to not act.
1: I agree with you. For far too long, all of the rioters and the protesters that we see tend to be for progressive issues and progressive causes. And we have to, I think, we, we have to have that same kind of invigorated feeling and passion. We we need to be marching. We need to be in front of the White House. This this energy situation is, is so bad. I, I'm actually, this is the first time, I mean, COVID really kind of shocked me uh, more so because I saw how many people were so willing to be compliant uh, with such little evidence. But this is even more shocking uh, what I'm seeing coming out of this government because for everything that they thought that Trump would do once he got into the office of presidency it turns out that Biden is doing all of those things he is ram- ramrodding everything he can uh, and it just won't end can you can you hang on a little bit longer michael or do i you have to love go love to yeah love to all right hang on we'll talk to michael Letts in best usa talking about second amendment and all kinds of things going on and what we as conservatives or republicans or patriots can do to save this country from the clutches of this crazy man We'll continue in just a moment On the Robert Davi Show
0: This is authentic
1: What is he singing there anyway Does anybody know Do you know Swade You know what Robert Davi is singing there I know it's from Goonies uh, it, it sounds like it's uh, Latin opera. Is it, is it opera? Is it's got to be, be some kind of opera. I uh, I have no idea, though. Hmm. I have to ask him when he comes back. Well, let's bring back our guest, Michael Letts. We're talking about the Second Amendment, a bunch of other issues that are also important. Uh, I do want to ask you this, though, and I thought of you when when uh, I heard that they were getting close to some sort of a deal on some some kind of gun control. Was there anything in particular... Are you are you particularly nervous about the red flag laws and uh, possibly upping anything that, that that struck you as you know particularly? Uh oh, we're in for trouble. Or do you think most of it was just sort of to make the crowd feel good?
0: I think there were some to make the crowd feel good, but unfortunately, there are some that will effectively hurt the American citizens with their ability to protect themselves and to be free. That is the red flag laws. Because if you'll notice, they made it easier for court systems to decide that you are not mentally competent and able to possess a firearm. The problem is, uh, Jim, they can't define what mentally competent is. Yeah, that's right. uh, You know, I mean, I have people tell me they think I'm crazy all the time. I think they're crazy all the time. So what it does is it allows the government, the judicial system, to characterize and determine your constitutional right, whether to carry or not, without your ability to really defend yourself. And that's a very dangerous precedent. So they're finding a way around it.
1: Yeah, and, and that could lead to maybe they could figure out what medicines you take or what medicines you did take at one point, if you were ever... You know, if if you ever went through a period where you were on antidepressants, I mean, they could pull at all kinds of straws and try to find something as a disqualifier. And and you know, the pharmaceutical companies they believe that everybody is mentally ill in some way.
0: Correct, correct. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think people I realize think that's full that. Full that full is is... about
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so back to Mexico because that was uh, very interesting. I've often wondered I, I lived there for a little bit. I grew up in a Mexican American family. My stepfather from a very young age was from uh, Zacatecas of all places and, uh, and I so I, I learned a lot you. about yeah and, and beautiful country too. but um, you know and I admire uh, the Mexican spirit, the the family, they're much. In fact, I'm not surprised at all that the woman, Maya Del Rio, I think, or Reyes, right. the 34th district. I'm not surprised at what she's saying because I've been saying that for years that Mexicans are very conservative and they don't trust government because they know That's what true. a corrupt government is, right? And and they're and they're very protective. Uh, they have a great work ethic. They work their asses oh. off. Uh, uh, I mean, no culture is perfect, but you know they've got a lot of upside. Uh, and they come here and they see a bunch of lazy, self-serving, white privileged, you know, people that that uh, that treat them like they're the under, uh, you know, the, the undergird, uh, you know, the second class citizens. And it, it kind of upsets me. But what is it like now? Do you think how much how much do you think the cartels are infiltrating uh, the borders right now? Uh, they're getting the a lot of stuff. Control- through.
0: Yeah, The cartels are not just the infiltrating; They control the borders and uh here's what's scary they don't just control their side they're working diligently on controlling the american side and they're doing it through liberal politicians if you follow the money over here the cartels people think that's some kind of weird guy that couldn't do anything else with his life no they are extremely smart successful business people this is a multi billion dollar operation it's not just when i talk about cartels it's not just drugs it's human trafficking, it's sex trafficking, it's all one big operation. One of the most profitable, if you want to use that word, operations in the world. They understand business principles. They understand that when they make moukoules of cash and currency, the way to keep yourself in power is to make sure you contribute to those who are in positions that you want to help control. you follow the money, you will see that quite evidently a lot of these campaigns along the border and even in Washington. That money goes where it's not supposed to go. They have influence. They're using that influence with these current administrations to make sure the borders stay open, to make sure that they have the ability to easily transport across the country. Who ever thought, Jim, with the crazy idea that when you come in, we don't have the ability to process you, at least keeping you at the border? No, we don't do that. We're going to put you... in a a plane or in a bus at taxpayer expense, ship you to all over the country, and then just turn you loose, give you a a cell phone that we pay for, and say, oh, by the way, would you check in when we finally get time to see your status to see whether you should stay here or not? Of course they're not going to do that. But that's the kind of mentality that our government has because it's being influenced by the people who are paying their contributions, and that's the cartel. So they're actually controlling the border. And they're not just controlling the border, they're using it to help control the country, by putting their people all over, what we call sleeper cells, all across the country.
1: And then, of course, you have these liberal uh, leaders in in big cities like San Francisco, L.A., Stockton, Sacramento, Phoenix, sanctuary cities, giving sanctuary to these people that are coming in and deliberately abusing the system. Uh, And one
0: one it's all well-planned. It's well-planned, Jim. Again... I want to make sure your listeners understand, this is a very successful, highly organized plan and business with very smart people running it, much smarter than the people in our government. And they are doing it to make sure that they get what is most effective for them, which is they don't care about America's future. They care about the province now. They will destroy the American public, destroy the citizens we have here, and leave our country in ruins.
1: Yeah. I always thought it was interesting. Uh, for the past 10 years, I, I know this because I, I'm paid to know this, but there have been a lot of small AM stations across the country that have uh, been purchased for prices that don't make any sense because an AM radio station in this country is, is especially one that is uh, Spanish or Chinese or Polish or whatever—they have all kinds. They're not going to have a large audience. So buying a station for two million dollars—it may be only worth two hundred thousand. Uh, it, it occurs to me: How do we know that this money going to that radio station isn't being laundered? It isn't laundered cash from some, you know, organization that, or or perhaps, as in the case of George Soros, they recently purchased. A whole group of radio stations with the intent of turning those spanish radio stations into propaganda outlets for for socialism and democratic policies and people and, aren't aware you're right yeah mm-hmm.
0: they're, they're they're using they're they're using these uh, stations they're laundering money i mean again as, as i mentioned when i go these are very smart business people Yeah. and they understand what's at stake and they are not sleeping at the wheel like unfortunately many of our elected supposedly conservative leaders are. They tell us they're conservative, but they end up sleeping at the wheel and we end up being the one to pay the price for it. That has to stop
1: Would you consider Mexico a socialist country under their new leader, Obrador or Labrador?
0: There's, there's There's no question. Let me give you a personal example. Remember, I lived there for all those years. I remember as a child, Mexican soldiers, their military, suddenly showing up in your neighborhood, jumping out of the vehicles and going door to door, searching for guns. They didn't ask. They didn't ask if they could come in. They knocked once. You didn't open. They kicked it in. And they searched every room. And if you had a firearm, they took you in. And there are some of our friends that had firearms. They took you in. They never charged them and took them to a jury. They let them torture them in prison for years without any kind of representation. That is what happens in Mexico. I can attest to it firsthand because I experienced it. That is the same way this country is headed. We see it in the January 6th thing, uh, commission where people went by, yeah. thought they were just simply visiting the Capitol. At worst, they were trespassing, and they were taken and locked up, and they're still awaiting to be charged, much less be tried, and they're being treated as political prisoners.
1: Yeah, that's where we are today. It's amazing, isn't it? And they've got half the country believing that it's perfectly legitimate. Listen, Michael, uh, we're running short on time. It's a pleasure. Let's talk in a few weeks. Thank you so much for gracing the show with your knowledge, and we'll talk again soon. Michael, let's investusa.org. Check him out. Support what he does. He's helping. Yeah, we've been talking about it. You've been hearing all about it. Hunter Hunter Biden in the news. This is what he said a couple of years ago about his dad.
0: He'll talk about um, anything that I want him to, that he believes in. If I say this is important to me, hmm. then he will work a way in which to make it a part of his, of his platform.
1: That's kind of weird, isn't it? There's a guy, you see him on, if you've seen the, the photos of him, cigarette dangling. He looks like he's been on a bender sitting in the bathtub. Then there's the the other image of him, and I kid you not, snorting c- cocaine uh, on what appears to be a, a smooth surface of a woman's ass, and yet he is advising his dad on policy, and his dad thinks the world of him. I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't understand it, but, you know. I, it's like I don't understand why last night on, on all of the major news medias they were quick to... Uh, herald the good news that parents have been waiting for. Meanwhile, they're showing these pictures. I had to turn away. It was just too ghastly. Uh, you know, you see on TV and they're showing these, you know, young children getting jabbed with an experimental vaccine. And they have a, a two in 1,000 chance of ever even getting COVID, much less getting sick from it, much less dying from it. And yet the, uh, the news media is only so happy to tell you that, the FDA is approved and they're very clear, but you have to pay attention. If you're not paying attention, you don't know what's going on. They're very clear that the FDA has said that these vaccinations for children five to six months of age, so six months to five years of age, exper- there are emergency use. Where's the emergency? Where's the emergency? When this thing hit, even in its strongest form, Delta, kids weren't even getting sick. It was the old people, people 65, 70, 80, people that were kind of near the end of their life, not the best immune systems in the world. So where's the emergency? Well, the emergency is that Americans are losing interest and the pharmaceutical companies know that the adult's they they if you haven't noticed a lot of people aren't getting vaccinated the only people that are getting the repeated boosters and the boosters and another boosters and another booster and then they're happy to take you know a pill every day or a month these are people who've already been convinced that they need to do it and they've been convinced because of what you see in the media but there's been no excuse for what they're doing to children and because it's an emergency use vaccination if your child dies from a vaccine there's nothing you can do and you know just like with justin bieber and a lot of these people they get uh an adverse reaction and they go to the doctor and the doctor says i i don't know what that could be it's not the vaccine remember a few weeks ago i told you the story of how in the miami herald they were soliciting on their facebook page people that that about people who didn't get a vaccination and how COVID affected their life. And they got inundated with thousands of letters from people who did get the vaccination and who were suffering. And then Fox did the same thing. I think it was may have been Peter Ducey or maybe it was Brent Baer or somebody. They had solicited, please submit your stories. And it was all designed around the idea of trying to show that people who are unvaccinated Uh, will pay a price if they don't get vaccinated but instead the truth came at these people and they were getting inundated saying we go to the doctor and we tell the doctor I have this problem I I can't move my arm or my fingers have lost all sensation or my face is droopy or I've got shingles have you noticed the number of shingles commercials they're having on the air used to be every once in a while you'd see, oh you know it's time to get your flu shot it's time to get your shingles, shot. You know, it's that time of year. But now it's every night. Every, and it makes you wonder. They wouldn't be promoting these drugs if there was not an army of people who needed them. I mean, these are not stupid people. These are among the richest. The only equivalent of the big pharma is Apple and the cartels. Apple and the cartels of Mexico make about the same amount of money every year that we're aware of. So pharmaceuticals are not stupid. They hire, they come up with all these funny names. Have you ever actually looked at their commercials? Oh my God, they're brilliant. This is not the work of of an ad agency that charges a few thousand bucks to do a quick commercial. No, these are are highly paid directors and actors and people who put these together. They're some of the most beautiful, well-scripted, well-coordinated commercials you've ever seen. They are top of the line, and they're paid for it, very expensive, and they're and they're designed to do one thing, to get you to go to your doctor and ask for that drug, and that's the world we live in. And so when I see that our media is promoting the use of, of, a, of an experimental drug and shoving it into the arm of a child... trying to do it under the auspices of it's a good thing and they have no idea that they could be damaging that child for the rest of their life and they they have not done they did a study of 140 kids on this new vaccine it's got two GU's of, of, of vaccination serum and it goes into their arm and they're supposed to get three shots and when those kids start reporting or having weird symptoms, the doctors will say, I, I can't see you. I don't know what that could be, according to what I know. And it happens over and over. I guarantee you there's somebody listening to me right now who had a vaccine and got a bad reaction, and they went to the doctor, and the doctor ignored them. And it's happening more and more every single day. There have been 53,000 people who have been permanently disabled by vaccinations. 194,000 people have gone to the doctors to say, hey, there's something wrong. 28,000 people died. 130,000 people sought urgent care within 72 hours of getting a vaccination. Over 15,000, almost 16,000 people have suffered from Bell's palsy, which is like the worst thing you can get. I mean, in sense of the visuals, because you're walking around and half your face is droopy. You look like something from a Twilight Zone movie. Almost 10,000 cases of anaphylaxis 32,000 cases of life-threatening adverse effects. 41,000 severe allergic reactions, much like shingles, rashes. Thrombocytopenia, low platelets, 6,700. 6, miscarriages, close to 5,000. Heart attacks, 14,000. This is all from the CDC's own information. But they don't publicly talk about it. They don't mention it on the news. They squash it. I mean, these it's sick. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, anyway, that's that's kind of where we're at today. There was a... I want to get the story here. So the president is going to... Uh, oh, Jane's Revenge. This is what, something I want to talk about. So over the weekend, we were all told about this little group of 30 people who for some reason decided to go to the most out-of-the-world place, Coeur d'Alene, uh, and, and, and wear white masks and walk around and, and protest against LGBTQ. So that was the story we saw the cops we know now that somehow they're neo-nazis which i'm not quite sure how they're neo-nazis i know that they were called the patriot brothers or something or the proud patriots or something like that but uh, they did all of this and we know that there were fbi implants so i'm going to guess that probably what happened is one fbi uh, implant probably connected with some guy who seemed to be the ringleader of a small group And somehow they were probably nudged into, hey, let's go do something, because this is how they do. I mean, I've heard stories of of law enforcement. Uh, You know, I don't think it's a very good practice, but they do it. Anyway, so they had a nice parade, nice visuals. But then you've got this radical abortion group, Jane's Revenge, which is now threatening the United States. And they put out an open letter letting people know who are for for, pro-life that they're coming to get you. Here's what it reads from Jane's Revenge. This is an anti, uh, uh, this is a pro-abortion group, okay? So these are people who are fighting for uh, the continuance of Roe v. Wade uh, as a national law. It says, your 30 days expired yesterday. We offer you an honorable way out. You could have walked away. Now the leash is off, and we will make it as hard as possible for your campaign of oppression to continue We have demonstrated in the past month how easy and fun it is to attack. We are versatile, we are mercurial, and we answer to no one but ourselves. From here forward, any anti-choice group who closes their doors and stops operating will no longer be a target. But until you do, it's open season, and we know where your operations are. The infrastructure of the enslavers will not survive. We will never stop, back down, slow down, or retreat. And this is the final kicker. And for the allies of ours who doubt the authenticity of the communiques and actions, there is a way you can get your beautiful proof, but these actions are real. Go do one of your own. This enticing people to take action against people who believe in the sanctity of life. You are already one of us. Everyone is urged to paint, to burn, to cut, to jam. Now is the time. And the uh, and, and Merrick Garland is silent on this. Domestic terrorists saying that they are proud and that they are going to continue to attack uh, pro-abortion or pro-life centers, pro-pregnancy centers. And they're not listed as a domestic terrorist. But 31 guys who jump into a U-Haul with white socks on their face are. It's amazing. so we'll leave it there we'll let you ponder i told you this was going to be an exciting ride Uh, there'll be a lot of boulders a lot of swooshing and swooshing around but we got there and we'll do it again tomorrow god willing but until next time thank you for joining me jim watkins on the robert dobby show